This is Father Drew Curry from Most Precious Blood Parish in Fort Wayne, Indiana. And Father Matthew Kuna from St. Therese and St. Henry Parishes here in Fort Wayne also. And here to open up the Sunday Word with you here for April 18th, the third Sunday of Easter. The Gospel of Father Drew, please. The two disciples recounted what had taken place on the way and how Jesus was made known to them in the breaking of bread. While they were still speaking about this, he stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. But they were startled and terrified and thought that they were seeing a ghost. Then he said to them, Why are you troubled and why do questions arise in your hearts? Look at my hands and my feet that it is I myself. Touch me and see, because a ghost does not have flesh and bones, as you can see I have. And as he said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. While they were still incredulous for joy and were amazed, he asked them, Have you anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of baked fish. He took it and ate it in front of them. He said to them, These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses and in the prophets and Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures, and he said to them, Thus it is written that the Christ would suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, and that repentance for the forgiveness of sins would be preached in his name to all the nations, beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. All right, so this is the Gospel of Luke. This account is following, therefore, the passage of the road to Emmaus. Uh, So just for context there, it says the two disciples recounted what had taken on the way, what had taken place on the way. So they were on the way to Emmaus, and they turned around and came back, and that's where this passage picks up. So, And then the Lord uh, appears again. We had mentioned before how uh, his resurrected existence, uh, he, he, he appears a little different, so they're like, whoa, is it really him? And he's like, hey, look, flesh and bone. And so he's there. It's a bodily thing. But then also very interesting, he can all of a sudden appear, all of a sudden disappear. Um, so it's this kind of mysterious type of encounter that they're having with him, which leads this to this uh, thing where they're incredulous with joy. It's still like what is going on, processing it, processing it. So It's mysterious and then also surprising because like Mary Magdalene goes to the tomb and doesn't see him. Then on the way back, she sees him. Jesus is hidden from these guys walking to Emmaus, but it's him. And then all of a sudden they recognize Mm -hmm. him and they're breaking the bread or the 11 are in the upper room. And all of a sudden he appears to the 11, you know, it's the, the resurrected body of Jesus is mysterious. And also he just keeps surprising them at every turn on Easter and thereafter. Yeah. Last week we spoke about the Eucharist, you know, that kind of the, the Thomas reach out and touch me thing, you know, um, the invitation of our Lord to have this encounter with, with him to, to truly encounter the risen Lord and how there is power there. And I lost my train of thought. (laughs) 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 I got to talk about last. Oh, I was going to say that the, uh, one of the beautiful things is that, so looking into the road of Emmaus and looking at this mysterious type of existence is that the Lord is truly there, even though it's like, we at times here now, 
mm-hmm. don't necessarily recognize his presence. Like we sense that it's him with us sometimes. Like I can fear, feel his spirit moving on my heart maybe. Mm. I can feel his pull towards this. Uh, I can have moments of kind of enlightenment like, oh yeah, wow, God is really present. Uh, or faith is just given in a clear way. And it's very similar then to these resurrection appearances, you know, mm. where the resurrected Lord, he comes and he's with us. And I think it's really interesting too how he comes and goes, comes and goes to give time to process, to go over his words for us then to dialogue and share about his words. Hmm. Cause I'm sure when he's saying, these are the words I spoke to you, they're like, well, well like, what's he talking about? Where the, well, I mean, remember how he said, love one another. So it gives time for us to process, to meditate over things, and then to get ready to preach, which ultimately is what's happening as well. So that's at the end is that forgiveness in his name, repentance in his name would be preached. Yeah. So we have these encounters with the Lord. He's truly with us, but then we got to go out and preach. Awesome. Something I was thinking about was, uh, well, actually, I'll, I'll just reveal my source because why not? But, uh, the, the, <laughs> no, uh, no original ideas here. <laughs> exactly. Um, I really enjoyed years ago reading a book called Pilgrim Fellowship of Faith, which was a collection of some Cardinal Ratzinger articles and talks that he had given. Cardinal Ratzinger, often known now as and, po- Pope Benedict Sixteenth. Exactly. Just for our younger viewers exactly. who might not know. Exactly. So, um, but in there, you know, he taught that when Jesus was walking town to town, his message was the kingdom of God is at hand. He was trying to help people mm-hmm. realize that yeah. the, the presence and power of God was there in his person. But then after his death and resurrection, the disciples incredulous for joy, went town to town proclaiming Jesus Christ crucified and risen. And that was that was their main cry and that um, um, he died and rose for the forgiveness of sins. So uh, I would I would encourage us as we're thinking about and praying about how mysterious the risen Lord's body is, and uh, as we're as we're thinking about how he loves to surprise us from time to time with his presence, to also think about in our own lives, where are we at when it comes to being like those first Christians um, and their fascination with the resurrection of Jesus and how they went out just with joy uh, and they they would even get in trouble <laughs> for preaching yeah. Christ risen. Like people got fed up with them for preaching in Jesus's name. So where are we when it comes to making that kind of the the main joy of our faith and the main focus and and that kind of spirit that we're moving out of? Sometimes we can, um, instead of being just overwhelmed every day with the death and resurrection of Jesus, sometimes we like to focus on other things, which are good, but aren't necessarily the thing that we operate out of mainly in our Christian walk um, and uh, in sharing the faith. Yeah. Am I making him known ultimately? Yeah. Right. Am I making him known? And whether that's in a direct, clear speaking words or just in the way I live my life. So living a life that shows that I have encountered the risen Lord, right. But making him known ultimately. And I do really like just that connection there where, so Christ proclaiming the kingdom and now we are called then to proclaim him. Yeah. Right. He who proclaimed the kingdom and as well, just how we have these mysterious encounters with the Lord where we can feel him move in our lives and our hearts and our community. But then at times as well, we just need to be able to repeat what words was he teaching us and where we work over those things and speak about them and allow them then to hover in our heart. And then that is what helps fuel us as we go out. You know, I think of 
the important times we brother priests get together, you know, uh, encourage each other. We talk about the mission uh, or other good families, you know, that I'm close to. And when I get done hanging out with certain friends and talking, like you feel more fired up, like, yeah, mm-hmm. I've got to make him known. And that's what it comes down to, right? Uh, making him known, making people know that he offers us forgiveness, mercy, and it's all in his name. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that kind of leads right to what I was going to say too, to end, which is when Jesus and his death and resurrection are like the core of our Christian spirit and faith, what happens is we end up going out to other people like Jesus did right when he rose from the dead. What did he keep, keep, he kept saying to people, peace be with you. Peace. Whenever. So, Um, yeah, that was last Sunday's gospel. He said yeah. it three times. And that was the gospel of John. And now in Luke, he also communicates Here, yeah. that he says, the risen Lord says, peace be with you. Yeah. So this is, yeah, we're go, so we're called to go out, share the joy of the death and resurrection of Jesus. But it also is, it's, it's uh, we're going out in a spirit of peace. Why? Because his death and resurrection has given us the forgiveness of our sins. Mercy. Mercy. And that that was all in the readings this weekend too. Repent, therefore, and be converted that your sins may be wiped away. Anyway, yeah, um, call all of, it's 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 immersed in all the three different readings, the forgiveness of sins. So may Jesus be our uh, main focus. Uh, may He make us incredulous for joy in His resurrection. But let's also make sure that this is the the core of our faith, and that we're going out in a spirit of of peace to the world because our sins have been wiped away. Amen. May God bless you all.